Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Warning, hiking long distances is really hard sometimes. Hey, 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 everybody, this is Derek from B&B, and with me today is the only man who had to cancel not one, but two John Muir trail trips because he got injured picking berries. Carl (laughs) Mandrioli. What's going on, buddy? How's it going, sir? How's it going? Uh, That was a, you put a lot of thought into that warning. I really, Mm. really appreciated it. All in the delivery, my friend. All in the delivery. With me today is Derek Somerville, a long distance traveler who will sometimes hold both trekking poles in one hand so he can walk like a marching band conductor. (laughs) (laughs) You never cease to amaze. Be honest. Be honest. Sometimes you got to shift both trekking poles into the one hand and walk for a couple steps. Doesn't it feel like you're a marching band conductor? Actually, I don't really, I don't really shift them into both hands or both into one. I think I... I just let them dangle by the straps so that I can mm. be, so that I can eat. Okay. That's really what it's so, like. you're, so they're just kind of dragging just along dragging. behind, making like a clanging just sound. Nice. Totally nice. lazy. And yeah. Yeah. That, I think that violates the leave no trace policies for noise pollution. Um, I don't think so. The decibels are pretty low. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your longest day yet, my friend. Your longest day yet. You ready for this? Uh, I'm ready. I don't know if you're ready. This is near and dear to your heart. I know. We could have easily called this, um, is a death march right for you, I guess, right? This could have been a death march for for a lot of people, not just me. You know. But here's the difference. Here's the difference is because everybody's longest day is different, right? So, you know, people could have relatively short longest days. And so we're just kind of trying to hit really hit everybody because some people's longest days are super long and others are more kind of like your length indeed my indeed what's uh, your longest day I, I do you know what your longest day for mileage is? i love that you downplay uh, and we're gonna talk about this later you think that i hate long days it's not that i hate the long days okay like i don't mind going 15 miles i just think it mm. i think it just you and i uh like you said before like you you gel with everybody on the trails more and I find a happy balance of like a little bit less mileage and a little bit more camp time. Cause I think when we go too yeah. far on the trail, we don't get a lot of, a lot of camp time. So that is mathematically correct, my friend, but so, yeah. So what. I think that, well, first of all, 15 miles is forever for some people in the mountains and it's like what they do before lunchtime for others. So yeah, whatever, but that's I mean, true. 
But you didn't answer my question. So what's your longest? Okay. What's your longest day? Oh gosh, I want to say it had to be the Death March that day. What did we? How okay. long did we go that day? I mean, we had an eighteen mile day, I think, mixed in. Maybe a that couple was a of them. long day, and it was a lot of uphill. Yeah, and I was not prepared. I think the the not prepared part was the, this horrible. Hence, I think I, this episode, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think today if I did it, it would be a different story. But okay. when you're not prepared and you have blisters everywhere, it's just it's miserable. Right. Well. I'll share that we each came up with kind of our own ideas about how to make it your longest day yet. And then we are going to actually be joined by a guest, JK is hiking, John Kelly. And he's got a different perspective about making it your longest day and kind of what it takes to to kind of attack the trail, so to speak. He has, he has his own story that he's, he's going to share with us here towards the end after we go through our, our topics. So we're kind of shifting the interview this time um, towards the end is kind of like the dessert part of the episode, so to speak. Dessert, pre-dessert, because wow. we have we still have trivia after that too. It's very, yeah. very tangible episode we have. Tangible. Anyway, yeah. so Bible verse for the day: Psalm mm-hmm. seventy-three twenty-six. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I, sometimes, sometimes we need a double portion. <laughs> you know? Sometimes I need a double Indeed. portion. I know that. Indeed. So speaking of that. How does your flesh commonly fail, my friend? I think it fails on the trail. I mean, uh, I just I didn't specify. Well, I guess in life, a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, as you get older, your body fails. I think, but if you're talking yeah. flesh, I think you know there's temptations out there, there's challenges out there. Mm-hmm. Mental, the mental part of the flesh is is always being challenged the, in different the ways. Self control is that what you're getting? Self control can be challenged. Yep. Yeah, patience. Right. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I think having that having that portion of God is is huge to get through and overcome a lot of that right. stuff, mental toughness. For sure, I like that verse. That's a good. One. For sure, yeah, that, yeah. For me, it's self control. So I'm I'm with you on that one. But because okay. you eat a lot of candy, right? You eat a lot of sugar. It's all about the candy. That's yeah. the self control issue. Not so much, but I'm, at God. times I'm sure that could be true. Actually, <laughs> if I could just get you to brush your, if I could just get you to brush your teeth, I mean, jeez, that'd be huge, man. If I could do that every day, that'd be amazing. Oh, guys, yeah. Dentures yeah. aren't a bad thing. Take it from Carl. Okay. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to our tips, Derek, I got a question for you. Why would you want or need a longest day? Like what are some circumstances where this would be something that people would be up for or wanting? They want the challenge. I think like, you know, what have you told me? Like you like that feeling of uh, epicness. Is that a word? But I think yeah. um, just to challenge yourself to see how far you can push your body. I think... There is there is some type of satisfaction. I know for me, even on the death march, like I didn't really want to do it, but when I did do it, I felt a huge sense of mental accomplishment and physical, obviously. Mm. So if you, if you are driven by that type of thing, then uh, a long day can be really great. I think it can be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I think that that's kind of the common go-to thought behind this, but I really thought about this, and I thought, you know, some people don't want that. They don't want or need yeah. some sort of challenge like for them getting outside is just a break you know huge, and so that's huge they prefer the easy days so i thought okay how would this apply to them then and there's times when you actually have to have a long day like you don't have a choice mm. because either you're limited on time and you really want to do a certain loop mm-hmm. or you have signed up for various backcountry um, sites and 
that you didn't get your first choice. And so day two happens to be a really long day, like longer than what you were planning for, longer than you're anticipating. But in order to go to that place, you've got to do it. And so sometimes it's kind of a have to, right? Intentionally or unintentionally, yeah, for sure. And you could have given, like, right. I don't know if you, like, if you got lost, if you get off track, if you get off trail. Um, I know that's, or, or like I think I mentioned in a previous episode, um, we had one trail uh, that, not with you, but I was with somebody else where the trail was snowed over and you had to, mm. you had to detour around. And sometimes that can take you a lot longer further than you want to go. It can. And I don't know. And if you're not knowing that ahead of time, then you're not really going to be preparing for that. So we're, we're kind of, this episode's more about like, you know, what's coming. Right. Let's get you ready. Right. Let's get you ready. Okay. Carl. So, um, yeah. So you got, you got some tips. What's your first one? Uh, first one I have is about fueling yourself. So mm. if you know, you're going to have this long day, if you don't fuel yourself properly, okay. Eat something healthy, uh, or or sustaining the, uh, in the morning. Uh, you're gonna be, you know, and so and people go about this so many different ways. So I'm just gonna keep it kind of basic. I think we all so like you and 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 I like to have a simple breakfast, but maybe we like to snack through the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's our way of doing it. Um, right. Some people like to have the big breakfast and just load up and then go go go. Mm-hmm. Some people like to be like super healthy and maybe I don't know what type of food they bring, but they bring like a lot of like, you know. Uh, things that will sustain their their energy for a long time. So whatever you are doing, I would say make sure that you know that you're getting enough energy for a long period of time and that you're sustaining it throughout the day because it's, it's probably wise, I would say, to take some breaks and eat and rest your body for a minute mm. and then keep going. So. Okay. I disagree with that last part of what you said. And then we'll, That's actually one of mine. To take breaks? You don't want to take any breaks? So I, well, not that extreme, but... We'll, I'll get to I'll, maybe I'll say that I'll, I'll I'll give you that as my first I know you're one. gonna mock that you can mock I'm that I'm not mocking fine. that I'm, I'm, take just, a sh- I'm not mocking it I'm just disagreeing he's mocking breaks everybody he's mocking breaks <laughs> uh, I don't think breaks are a bad thing but I think and then the other thing I would tack on to that this could be a separate one this could be a fourth one but I'm gonna tack it on anyway uh, <laughs> so, I'd say don't oh go ahead <laughs> you, well, you, I just haven't like I'd you're giving me a ton to respond to like respond to point one, point two. now here's the third point <laughs> go ahead and here's their okay. point and I, I think this is all has to do with nutrition okay. and fueling yourself Carl okay uh, and then the final thing would be don't overpack if you can don't overpack your water mm. I'd say that pack what you need <laughs> and then like we've talked about on many times if you know there's streams and water up ahead then just try to fill up along the way but you don't want to like load up two two and a half liters before you go and then you're lugging that for like five, six miles. All right. I don't know if those quite went together, but nutrition, fueling. I'm gonna give you. About? I'm gonna give you the long answer award. That was pretty, oh pretty gosh. lengthy. You pretty put thorough. it all. You put it all in your body. You know, you're. You, okay. I want to hear this whole breaks thing. Let's talk about the breaks. You don't want to take. Breaks? No, I want to respond to point by point. I agree with your first one about mm-hmm. you know eating an appropriate number of calories, and some people mm-hmm. do like to have like more of the three meals a day versus the kind of constant snacking going on. But I think yeah. for sustained energy, really, I think a lot of people actually respond better to the constant snacking. Yeah. And you're going to want more, like if you're really exerting yourself, you know, to 200 calories every hour to two, I think is kind of what I would shoot for, which is basically right. like a Snickers bar's worth of calories, like a right. regular size one every two, you know, one to two hours. Candy, again, candy, right. No, energy bar. We established that in a previous episode. Snickers, Snickers, energy bars. 
Snicker bars are not energy bars, folks. Just so we know. Okay, got in incorrect. Do I need to call Snickers and ask them? I think Snickers is in the candy aisle. Is that? Do you get? I can buy that at the movie theater, right? It's in the energy bar. Aisle. Okay. I don't think Cliff bars are at the movie theater, are they? Is that? We no? had this company. You're just repeating your old rhetoric. Actually, dude, I, I know somebody that works for that company. I could get him on the phone and. Cliff or Snickers? No, Snickers. What is it like Mars? Isn't that the same company? I know somebody. He's, I've actually gone backpacking with him. I'm gonna let you dig this and hole. dig this hole. You're and, yeah. You're saying that he's he, dude. He's gonna be going on the Canyonlands trip. Is it classified so, as an energy bar or a candy bar? That's all. Not I, that's what all I want to know. Asking. I, that's all can I know. a Snickers be considered an energy energy bar? Is my question. Could a block of cheese be considered an energy bar? I mean, you could say yes. whatever. You, <laughs> this is, why do I even talk to you? Why do, why okay. do I even talk? Okay, to you? moving on to your other point. So you want to never take. You want to take lots of breaks, and and you're no. That's not what I said. Of... I said take. <laughs> God, you just put words in my mouth. I said take breaks as needed okay. to, you know, not overdo it. Yeah, right. I think to not overdo it. I agree with that part. However, I think that taking breaks can be contagious. And I think the key is to take intentional breaks. And if you really like when you stop, you can just, you know, stay there for an extended period of time and stopping kills your miles per hour average like no other. Sure. Like I feel like you go fast and stop, you go fast and stop is going to take you way longer to get to your destination than to simply just kind of slowly plug along. This is why I love talking to you about this stuff, because like some other topics we're going to we're going to encroach on later in future episodes like it strikes a nerve with you right this the breaking strikes a nerve with you because i look at that as like hey uh and i agree with you like too many breaks is bad but at the same time i'm like you know i'm not gonna probably be out this way again i like i want to soak up the environment i like want to enjoy myself uh a two-hour break Mm -hmm. too long i agree with you on that but like i agree that you could schedule breaks and try to enjoy yourself on the breaks um scheduling them limiting your time there but my point more was just be taking intentional breaks like okay let's take a break when we do need to filter water it's not just a sit around break but you know let's right, right and right, if we're right. gonna take a break like we yeah. actually need to, t- to rest for a second you can take a standing break mm-hmm. and you know just rest catch your breath keep it going take a sitting break when you're eating lunch or when you're you know getting water or that kind of thing so that's that would be my suggestion to kind of keep that wagon train moving because I I feel you yeah uh, I would encourage everybody not to take their pack off like you do you know in, in all those breaks <laughs> so keep the pack on if you can keep it on I think we've shared that Derek and I have this challenge like who's going to take their pack off first and I, I think we take turns every other year you were last year where it was like a half mile in and your pack was off <laughs> we we I feel like was it last year Did yeah yeah yeah. We, I think it has become a thing where we think everybody's doing it, but it's only be, me and you. Mm. And like it's become, I think, I think like it is me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's pretty So, stupid. so anyway, my response to your first one ended up being one of my tips, which was like the strategic breaking where you want to, yeah, you, you just, yeah, like I think I already, kind of already covered it. So there you go. Yeah. So I think in conclusion for my first one is strategic breaks and Snickers is an energy bar. Not true, but next one. Okay. We'll let that go. Okay. Um, oh, and, no, no, no. I was going to say, I know what I was going to say. So you mentioned like you like to look around, you like to like, you know, enjoy the scenery for sure. And mm-hmm. I would say that maybe on your longest day, definitely do that, but you're just going to have less of that time to do that. So save that for the next day, you know? Okay, like that's a just, good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Or save it for camp. <laughs> for camp. <laughs> save that view of the peak for camp, guys. Right. Right. Uh, 
Okay. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't fully disagree with you, but I disagree okay. with some of that. Did, so you want me to, you kind of just piggyback on mine for your first one. So I'll give you my second one. So mine, no, I, I you, your, your three point first one. <laughs> yes. I just responded to it and included one of mine. I'm going to give you the longest answer <laughs> award. Longest response to the longest, longest response. All right, go ahead. What's your next okay. one? Stop stalling. My, your next one. My, <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is one that I think I need to do a better job of actually is, uh, and this probably should just be something you do every day, not just the long day, but especially the long day. I would say stretching is huge, um, especially as we get older, because stretching mm. does a couple of things. It increases your range of motion, and you're going to be going up and down all types of terrain, and then it also decreases soreness mm-hmm. and prevent and can prevent injury in the long run. So I would say stretch not only before, but also when you're done with your hike. Or if you want take a little stretch break, it could be a stretch break. Take a stretch break. It could be a stretch break. Actually, stretching when your body's when your muscles warmed up is actually better for you. Exactly. So yeah, that's it. true. Okay. Do you recommend stretching with your backpack on? <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask me that. I don't. I mean, uh, no, I don't. You don't recommend that. I don't. You can, but I just I don't know. I don't. Okay. I just have some some footage that's included in a, like a f- soon to be released video. I'm sure you did. Of me on. stretching with the backpack on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I did. Okay. I I would, okay. but I wouldn't. Uh, that was more for fun entertainment. But carry on. All right. My next one's called Snickers are actually energy bars. Just kidding. Oh boy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I oh, yeah. so I've got a training one. We've talked about training before, and I've I've kind of revealed some of my training tactics that are unusual to say the least. So I've got. Mm-hmm. I've got some training tips here. Now we already we've done like exercise based, like how to train for backpacking trips episodes. So I don't want to repeat any of that stuff. But my second tip is called incorporate training into daily chores. Okay. Hmm. So hmm. if you walk the dog, walk the dog with your backpack fully loaded. <laughs> That's gonna be funny looking, but true. I agree. Yeah, maybe not in Colorado. People, I see that actually around. Um, you know, whether you're at work doing you know whatever if you can if you can kind of sneak some ankle weights on underneath the pant legs mm, there's okay, there's a strategy okay. there and and this is one where you got to be some you got to be pretty self-confident i just use like a regular like you know kind of school size backpack for this but i will take that school size backpack and throw some weight plates in there and go like grocery shopping or anywhere anytime i got to go like for an extended shopping trip somewhere and i'll wear that backpack for the duration in the grocery store. Can we get that on film somehow? That would be great. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know it's great. weird, dude. I know it's weird. Yeah. But it definitely strengthens the back. It's your back used to weight. Heavy weights. Gets your body used to heavy weights for longer periods of time. It's worth it. You must do this all year round then if you go on you go on a lot of trips, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I use, I usually I, I just did the uh the backpack to the grocery store this past week for the first time this year. Wow. So I'm starting the streak. Props to you. Yeah. Socially. Social props. That's bold. For sure. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're the kind of person that likes to impress people at the grocery store, you know, then maybe this is not for you, but I'm not trying to impress anybody. Do you? Okay. I was going to say, do you (laughs) want to impress the checkout people? I do not. I don't care. I just want to shop for groceries. That's it. It's cool if you do. Like, I don't mind if you do. Like, if you want to, you know, make the box boy a little jealous and whatever i get i get it i get him jealous hey hey buddy do you know how much weight i have in this backpack right now <laughs> oh you're you're gonna help me with bags to my car i don't think so like look at this backpack feel my backpack Please. this is heavy 
No. I'm going to reach up to the top shelf with this backpack on <laughs> and get that cereal down. I, you know what's funny is I knew you were going to ask for video footage of that, and so I'm going to do it? that. I'm gonna, no, 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 I'm going to include it. I'm going to I'm gonna get some. Add it to your own challenge. I like it. I have one final question about the backpack. I'm sorry. I have to know this. I think we all... We all want to know this. Um, two questions. One, what color is the backpack? And two, <laughs> is it a Jan Sport? It's, a, um, it Jansport it's like a backpack? laptop style. Like, you know, it's got that like padded laptop sleeve inside. I don't know what brand it is. It's like, I don't know. I just got it at a garage sale for like five bucks last year. So Garage sale backpack. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you really want to hear something, it, but I, th- I think I dug the weights out of like somebody's. You were going to say garbage can. You were going to say garbage can. Trash. Trash. No, it's wow. trash. Wow. You are on a yeah. new level. <laughs> wow new no i've been there my friend oh, wow dumpster diving dude uh, I, found I don't even stuff. know what to say right now um <laughs> are we friends Is it my friend's dumpster diving i didn't know that and like if there's something you want to talk about privately i'll oh, my somebody was moving and they had like all this good stuff at the curb and i was just like i can use those weights oh, wow. and i still am you would be a great yeah. a great homeless guy if you had the chance i think you would i would actually I think you'd i'd be probably okay. succeed i think you'd be okay you'd yeah. make it yep good for you buddy Incorporate training to daily chores. We, I think I already shared in a previous episode how I used to like, you know, carry the dumbbells down to the mailbox and then yeah. grab the mail. Yeah. So that, so this is like next level stuff. And mm-hmm. you know what? You want to be trained for this longest day yet? You got to wow. do what you got to do. That is, uh, that's yeah. insane. Um, good for you. Backpack okay. dumpster diver. Got it. Uh, yep. Okay. My last one was, uh, is, is, is along the same lines as, as building up the, the body. Um, strengthening the body it's, it's to really focus on strengthening and i did this for last trip strengthening the big major muscle groups like the um quadriceps the quads like the i was thinking the more like the glutes the hips the core obviously mm-hmm. the legs um so i would do like you know seven minute abs every day um and i would do like little things about like around the house yeah, you're doing, to the, build you're doing the plank exercises last year right a lot of planking i'm gonna start that up again um, okay. And it was great. It really helped. I just, I, it felt so much easier to carry things and, and, uh, and all that stuff. So, all right, well, let me ask you this question. Cause you're going kind of same vein as mine. Yeah. Would you be more likely to plank in the grocery store or carry my backpack? Ooh, plank in the grocery store. Could I do that? Yeah. Do I want to like, let's go like, like next to the avocados. I think I'd go backpack. I just don't want to like, you know, that, that ground's probably pretty nasty. It is. Who knows what's been on that ground? It is. You know what I mean? Nothing it's that like, soap and water can't cure though. That's Maybe true. not actually. Uh, I just think in California it's really awkward out here. Like you never see that. But in Colorado, okay, I can, you can get away with it probably. I don't care, man. Like I'm not so self conscious that I wouldn't. You know, like it's just wearing a backpack at a grocery store. Clearly, I mean the whole keeping up yeah. with the Joneses thing, man. Like they can win. They can win. I don't want to keep up. Yeah, the Joneses right. have it done. You're not gonna keep up anyway. <laughs> so that is actually very true. true. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, I know you well, so do I know you so. You, so your answer was just to repeat the episode from last season about exercises, correct? Just like you repeated your, you know, chores and working out or whatever it was. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, I had some new stuff in there. No. Okay. Okay. Next. <laughs> next one. All right. So this is. Was that your third one? That was your third. That was one, my right? third one. Yeah. I feel like we're okay. diminishing our own answers by the way we mock our own answers. <laughs> All right. Some people, Derek, need to have that carrot in front of them to keep them moving forward. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing at I'm just, uh, <laughs> I just keep going. Go ahead. People need tangible rewards. 
It's not, it's not good <laughs> enough for you to be like, man, you can make it, you can do it, mm. whatever. People need, you know, so whether it's when we get to this junction, when we get to this mountain pass, when we get to the top of the mountain, when we right. get to, you know, such and such place, I'm going to have a treat. Yeah. You know, whether that's, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, chug some electrolyte drink or I'm going to have mm. a cinnamon treat to reference a season ago's episode, whatever it is, whatever is a treat for you kind of build that into the day like i can't have this until i get here and if you right. can hold off then you're more motivated to get here faster especially if it's like you know you're only one of those you've packed so to speak yeah yeah okay so uh, small rewards small yeah. rewards is my last do you one. have do you do that for yourself uh i haven't needed to at this point we haven't no i have like you could put a snickers bar or i mean a candy bar in your backpack mm. Not an energy bar, but a candy bar in your backpack and just have that. I'll say this. I know we've got some got some folks out there that have hit the trail that can do way more miles than I can. And if they're like, hey, Carl, come along, like keep up with me, then I would probably do something like that. Like if I was kind of the weakest link and I was like, mm. I really need to you know, make sure I can keep up with these guys, I would do that. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you feel like you have to keep up with the backpacking Joneses? You know, the mileage Joneses on the trail? No. You know, Okay. I think I did so when I was in my I early twenties. Like, I was like, I can do twenty yeah. to twenty-five miles a day. I can do that, right. and so okay. I did that, and then injured myself. So yeah, no, I think anytime I try to like, yeah, try to be up with the cool kids, um, I, I get humbled pretty fast. Well, we don't want little Carl getting a boo boo after twenty miles, so <laughs> let's keep that in check. I think that's good though. You realize that? It's huge. All right, condescending award right there. For truth Dirk. word. Truth word. Um. I did have a couple. I had a couple of random okay. ones just just to throw at you real quick. Uh, reducing, like obviously, like you mentioned, like not carrying enough water. So lightening your gear load is pretty obvious. Yeah. And if you want to go extreme, you could really reduce your gear, like by not bringing stove and fuel and just going stoveless. You, you can go that extreme, but but something maybe you didn't think of is reducing your group size to make sure you can hit that mark. Yeah, it's helpful to have another person or two along to yeah. kind of encourage each other yeah. for sure. But if you start getting like four or more, the more people you go with, just the slower you're going to yeah. go is what it boils down to. Yeah. So um, so that was one I thought I had. And the other thought I had, this is kind of like an ass of the box idea I had, was head somewhere north where you're going to, you know, either either somewhere north where the sun's going to set later or go around the summer solstice where you're going to have more light in the day and it's just going to feel like, you know, especially if you're not checking your watch every couple minutes, it's gonna feel like you still have time to get there. That's going gnarly, but I, I kind of I agree with that. Yeah. Well, when we were we were in like northern Montana one year, and we we had a big day, and we were stopping for crazy breaks mm-hmm. all the time. We had a blast, and it didn't yeah. feel like we, you know, like it didn't. It felt like we made it still with, you know, we made it in daylight, but it was like 8 p.m. Yeah, and, that was weird. Okay, so those are all mine. Any other thoughts? No, I think that that is good. I like all okay. that stuff. That's so this is from our perspective, Derek. So now we're going to get our good friend, JK, JK, John Kelly, the legend, YouTube legend, and now podcast legend. He's got some stuff to share. He's got a personal story he's going to kind of dive into a little bit here about yep. his attempt to make it his longest and biggest, not just day, but days yet, coming right. from a, a point in his life where he was not prepared to do so. All right, I am with John Kelly, otherwise known as JK. How's it going today, man? Going really well, man. Going really well. We are excited to have you on. You have a lot of stuff going on here, and I think that you can actually provide quite a bit of insight into our topic for today. 
So, yeah, so um, just kind of get to know you, have the listeners get to know you a little bit for those that are not familiar with your stuff. So where are you from, and what would you consider your stomping grounds for, like, your favorite trail system or, or like, park? Okay, yeah, I'm uh, currently I live in Nicholasville, Kentucky, which is a little town south of Lexington in central Kentucky. Uh, moved here right after graduating high school, not Nicholasville specifically, but Kentucky. Uh, actually grew up in northern Ohio and upstate New York. Actually did Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts when I was in New York, and uh, I got my first taste for camping out and doing things like that. Nice. As I got older, uh, kind of walked away from all that stuff. I uh, got more interested in things that teenage boys get interested in that could care less about being outside and uh, didn't really discover the outdoors again until I was 40. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and I didn't so, know you were 40 or older. I'm, I'm 46. <laughs> you look a lot actually. younger than that. Yeah, I'm 46. Yeah. So I'm wow. on the downward slope to 50, man. I'm getting old. I would not have predicted that. Like just from watching your stuff, you, you look a lot younger. Just I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll definitely take it. Um, but yeah, so so, <laughs> so, so here in Kentucky, I'm, I'm, I love the Red River Gorge. Um, I spent a lot of time in the Red River Gorge um, and a lot of time in the Big South Fork, which is about okay. both of them are maybe an hour, hour and a half away. So I'm in pretty good shape on both directions. Gotcha. So I, I, I get a chance to go to a lot of those places pretty often. Okay. And then since you didn't grow up in Kentucky, do people from Kentucky say, you kind of talk funny. Yeah, yeah, I get that sometimes. I do. do okay. well, well, living near Lexington, it's not so bad. The, the accent isn't quite as thick in Lexington as it is in other places. My wife is from eastern Kentucky, where okay. she's from, the accent's really thick. Gotcha. And they all look at me sideways sometimes when I'm talking, so. Right, 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 right. Anyway, so you've got, this is like going back to a conversation we had um, a while back. So my memory might not be as good, but if I remember correctly, you've got a pretty big trip you're coming up for that you are training for or trying to prepare for. Is that correct? I've got two trips coming up. Actually, I've got one that's in Utah. Okay. It's going to be sometime in June, probably Yep. Uh, myself and some buddies are going to head out there and hopefully we've, we've got a guy we know out there is going to take us around and probably do some desert hiking, which I've never done before. Right. In June, so that'd be pretty warm then, right? Yeah, yeah. So it should be pretty interesting. And then uh, in the fall, I'm heading to Washington, and I'm going to be hiking for four or five days on the PCT. Okay. So I'm real excited about that, too. Now, when you were in Washington, would you say that you would be actively searching for Sasquatch or not so much? Oh, I'm always actively looking for Sasquatch. I mean, you have to do that everywhere you are because, I mean, you can't limit the Sasquatch to only the Pacific Northwest. That is true. That's very true. We've got the Kentuckian Sasquatch, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So definitely okay. a different breed, but but very attractive. <laughs> different accent there as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kind of jumping into kind of where we're going with this episode. Got a question for you. Did you really say to a buddy once, mm-hmm. and this is like referring to yourself, fat guys don't climb mountains? Yes, I did. I did. Can you Can you give us like... Got to give us the backstory, just kind of explanation for for that thought there. Oh yeah, well, like I said, I I just gotten married, um, probably seven or eight months before this, and okay. uh, I was forty forty one years old at this point. Um, okay, and I was probably right around two hundred and ninety two hundred ninety five pounds. Yeah, okay. uh, big dude. And I had a friend who called me. He works for an organization called LifeWater. And he said, hey, man, I want you to go on an adventure with me. And right. I'll be honest, uh, his adventures aren't adventures like other people. Um, his adventure is 
that like he literally had just gotten done running 100 marathons in 100 days from Los Angeles, California to New York City. Oh my gosh! Okay, um, he hiked the Appalachian Trail. He swam across Lake Michigan. Uh, he rode a, his bike from uh, Oregon to Virginia. He's hiked across the United States. Like his idea of adventure is not, at least at the time, was not my idea of adventure. And right. so he asked me to do this. I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, we get together and we're talking, and he goes, "Okay, so here's what I want." He goes, "I want you to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with me." Yes. And that was the, my, that was my response. Fat <laughs> guys don't climb mountains. Or, yeah. Like that's not for me, basically. Huh, like, exactly. I can't do that. But you did it though. I mean, you, you actually made it happen. Like you got yourself in, you know, in shape and he was able to, to kind of rope you along in, into that situation, right? Yeah, absolutely. I actually lost 79 pounds. 79. That's awesome. 79 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, was able to, was able to hike the mountain and actually we had a group of 16 of us and I was the third one up. So, Oh wow. Okay. So you're um, motivated. Very. I, I, my whole thing with it was I refused to be the last guy. Okay. I refused to be the one in the back. And, uh, I'm, I'm also a short guy. I'm only five, eight. So I have a little bit of a Napoleon complex with things. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like being the last person all the time. Right. Right. Hey, whatever motivates you, if that works, that works. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, it's great that you, that you kind of put that out there, like very dismissive and then we're able to kind of overcome like your own, I guess, self view that wasn't very positive. So, um, to me, that's, yeah. that's super impressive and hopefully motivating to, to folks out there. I know that the people that listen, we have some folks that are busting out. Like one of the guys just messaged me. He said he did 30 miles one day, middle of winter on a trail that was not great trail conditions with kind of snow and ice. And I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's awesome. Wow. And then we have some folks out there who haven't gone backpacking yet. We've got some folks who are doing kind of minimal miles or like in my co-host Derek's case, they desire to do, you know, two or three miles a day. And that's, that's all they want to do. And, and that all of that is okay. Yeah. But this episode is kind of meant to challenge people to kind of up their game a little bit and encourage them to do more. And we have different strategies for that, but as it relates to kind of your experience and, you know, whether it was like, you know, losing the weight or, or training or like anything along those lines. Yeah. So what, what kind of advice do you have for folks out there who are trying to up their game and make it their longest day yet? Well, I know when I, when I started training for Kilimanjaro, I was terrified cause I didn't know what to do. You know, I was, I was actually scared out of my mind. I'm sure if the, somebody's wanting to get into backpacking, that's probably where they are right now. They're kind of like, I have no idea what to do. Right. And the best advice I got from anybody was just go hike a trail, you know, find it, do a, something two, yeah, find a two or three mile trail and go hike it. Cause okay. I remember when I first got started, uh, I had a buddy who said he was going to help train me cause he did a lot of hiking. He'd been out to Utah, had been to Canada and some different places. And he had said, I'm going to take you on this trail in the Red River Gorge. It's only about 3.2 miles. Okay. And I remember at the time being terrified going 3.2 miles is a long way, you know? Right, right, right. Well, we got lost. And 6.9 miles later, um, I was exhausted. My feet hurt. Um, I was mm. dragging hard. Right. But I realized right then, you know, when I'm on Kilimanjaro, we're going to have one of the days is going to be a 13-mile day. And that's with hardly any air and you know, because of the elevation being right. so high, I knew it was going to be hard, but if, if I can't handle 6.9 miles, I better, I better get on it. And so the failure right. and the struggle there was actually more of the motivation than anything else. And so I always tell people just get out and hike, get out, and walk in your neighborhood every night, just walk a lot. One of the things people don't mm -hmm. think about when it comes to hiking, they just think about cardio and getting in shape. 
but your feet and your ankles have to be right. in a certain kind of shape to handle trails because you're gonna twist your ankle you're going right. to you're going to have feet that get sore and if your feet aren't used to that your ankles aren't used to that um you're going to get injured and it's it doesn't matter how good of you know how good a shape you are in cardio wise if your feet and your ankles aren't ready for sure yeah and obviously the more you're on the trail the the more your ankles will get strengthened and hopefully you won't have those ankle twists and such but yeah you definitely starting small just getting out there like that's big time that's not going to drop you you know 79 pounds so what what are some of your other Mm -hmm. secrets like how did you so so we get okay so you started small but what what other things did you kind of incorporate into your daily habits that really kind of put you into the realm of being able to drop so much weight i attacked the stair climber (laughs) that that's i mean really i did the the gym i was working out at they had a stair climber and on it had different size buildings in the world really okay you know like the empire state building the sears tower okay you know different things like that and um however many steps you did that's how far you were on that building right and um i'm trying to remember the name of the building out in the i think it's in nepal Mm. And uh, it's the tallest building in the world. And my goal was to be able to do that whole building was to climb all those stairs because I knew all I was going to be doing was climbing a lot. Right. And when you're hiking, you're always going to hit hills and hills are the part that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's not the other stuff. It's, it's the hills. And so I got to where I was going an hour and a half straight on, on a stair climber. Okay. That, that takes some pretty significant mental fortitude to just sit there and grind away for an hour and a half on a stair climber. Yeah. Luckily we had a TV that was connected to it. So I was able to watch TV and just kind of not think about it too much while I was doing it. But, um, and then as, as I got more comfortable, I'd start wearing my backpack in Mm. the gym and I would have it loaded up and I would start going on the stair climber with my backpack. And then I took it a step further and I got an elevation mask. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I cut my oxygen level by using that. Uh, funny story, I would I would actually use that with my backpack on a walk around my neighborhood at night. Okay. And if you could have seen the looks I got from people when here's this guy that looks like Bane walking around right. no, you know, with a backpack yeah. on, just yeah. scaring everybody. I mean, there was one, we have a community website and somebody was posting, there's some strange man walking around in a mask. And I had to get on there and explain who I was and what I was doing. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not holding the city hostage, really. I'm just walking right, around. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have any bombs anywhere. We're good. I promise. Yeah, for sure. Did you think that did the mask? Do you feel like that made a significant impact? Oh right. yeah, definitely okay. did. And really, training with that mask is good for anything that you're going to do cardio wise because it just really trains your body not to need as much as much oxygen uh, to to do whatever you're trying to accomplish. In wearing the mask around, if I challenge you to like make a new friend. Do you think you'd be able to? <laughs> um, it just depends on what kind of person you're wanting me to meet. I'm sure there's some people who just think that, you know, they're just strange enough to think that's cool and they'd want to wear one around all day too. Yeah. And if you guys to actually recognize what the mask was, they might be like, oh yeah, like I'm all in on something like that. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's interesting because you're like, yeah, like guys like me, we don't really climb mountains. But then when push comes to shove, you're like, okay, I guess I'll go, but not only am I going to go, I'm going all in. I'm buying a mask. I'm hitting the stair climber forever. Like, yeah, like you did not kind of dip your, your toe into the water. So to speak, you just kind of jumped in impressive question for you though. You said you're watching some TV while you're, uh, while you're on the stair climber for an hour and a half. So what's one show you watch? Are, are we talking like, like property brothers here? Uh, no, actually most of the time it was just ball games. You know, if there was, if there okay. was a, 
basketball game or a baseball game or something on um, baseball. You know, we, we did the trip in June. So uh, the last couple months, there was a lot of baseball on. I'm a big Cincinnati Reds fan, which is sad in and of itself. But uh, <laughs> I am a big Cincinnati Reds fan. So I watched a lot of red losses yeah. while climbing a stair climber, which probably irritated me more while I was climbing than anything else. Okay. Still, I still impressed. Um, talking about being over 40 though, for me, I found that it's easier to lose weight through diet than through exercise. Exercise for me can like add fuel to the fire at times. But for me, if I really pay attention to my diet and not eating too late at night, like that's what really helps me. I mean, I know, I know it's different for everybody, but uh, did you do anything for diet? I did. Um, I probably tried every diet known to man at some point. Okay. One of the things I use as a Kickstarter, I I lost probably, I'd say 30, 35 pounds from May of 2015 to January of 2016, which I mean, it's nothing, that's not bad, okay. but it was kind of, it wasn't as much oh. as I'd hoped to lose. And so my wife and I did the right. whole 30 for a month and I lost 30 pounds in that month doing that. Wow. And uh, wow. that really okay. kicked off what would be a, a good spring for me. I think that's the key though, is your spouse has to be involved and she's got to be, be all in on this because um, it's tough to just kind of do it on your own and then have, you know, food temptations in the house. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent on that. Um, you know, I've gained weight since then we had kids, I got off track, struggled mm. a little bit, you know, with that kind of thing. When I need to lose weight, I always, ha- if she's not doing it with me, I'm, I almost fail every time just because it's so hard to do it by yourself. For sure. For sure. Okay. So, all right. So good stuff there. Definitely helpful for making it lo- your longest day yet. And, and you get, and you're, you're big time as a content provider. So what do you have going on with like your YouTube channel and, and your podcast? Yeah. You know, YouTube was kind of just an accident. I, I did that. I did the shell toy trace. I started it in okay. 2018 and I was doing it again for life water, trying to raise money to build a well in, in Africa. And, um, nice. yeah. And, and, <laughs> I, I did the channel more or less just so my friends who were supporting the hike could see the hikes. And I wasn't really trying, you know, I wasn't really putting any effort into it. It was just doing these hikes, maybe put a little music behind it. So it's not completely right. boring, you know, right. Dan Becker, which I'm, I know, you know, Dan, uh, I, he had just gone to 10,000 yep. subscribers and I'd watched a lot of his videos and he had made the comment on his video that even though he's at 10,000 subscribers, he still con- leaves comments on people that comment on his site and all this. And so I just sent a message that said, Hey man, congratulations. Hmm. You don't have to comment back to this. I'm just really happy for you. You know, left it at that. He immediately combat com- okay. or, uh, comments back with, man, thank you so much. I'm definitely going to comment back. I appreciate it. Well, then he watched one of my hiking videos and left a comment. I had, <laughs> okay. I know this is a topic you guys have talked about a lot on your podcast because I'm an avid listener. Um, but I had made a comment in my video. Hey, I, I just became a real camper or a real backpacker because I just pooped in the woods. <laughs> and Dan saw that and left a comment about it. Oh, yeah. So fast forward a few months, we've actually somehow gotten in touch with each other. We've become friends. And he really encouraged me to uh, consider doing more of the talking head style videos and kind of talk about the stuff I care about with backpacking, which right. I thought he was crazy. And I thought it was a dumb idea, but Dan was really adamant that I should give it a shot and see what happens. Right. Last June, uh, I think I had like 30 subscribers 
Dan said, here's what you need to do. Come up with your videos, shoot it to me. I'll I'll help you out any way I can. And then the day you're going to release it, let me know. And I'll put it on my channel to go check out your video. What a guy. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan's a good dude. He He really is. So I, I did my first video. I think it was like the three things I won't go ultra light for or something like that. Okay. Dan published it on his channel and I had 3,500 views Wow! on that video, just like really quick Yeah, and kind of floored me. And, uh, so since I guess in the last six months now I'm about 1600 subscribers. Okay. I mean, we're definitely not like blowing up the whole world, but it's, it's been a lot, there's been a lot of growth and it's been pretty awesome. Okay. And I've got the opportunity to meet a lot of people inside the industry, backpacking companies. I'm getting the opportunity to talk to you guys. Yeah. It's just been really fun. It's just been it's been fun to actually not just be someone who goes backpacking, but who knows people who are actually in the industry now, and getting to go backpacking with guys that I was kind of fanboying for a year ago. <laughs> right, right. Dude, that was good, man. He was super fun to talk to, and yeah, inspirational. Uh, he had a lot of good, a lot of good things to say. Um, okay. A lot of good things to say. Um, I first of all, I know you mentioned that I prefer a two to three mile day, which is not true. Uh, that was false. Yeah, it's not quite as funny when he doesn't pick up on the fact that I'm mocking you. When he doesn't there. know. Yeah, I don't. Prefer, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Not true. Um, I did agree with him though that like ankles and feet need to be in shape regardless of your cardio shape. I thought that was a really good point because um, yep. if you don't have strong ankles and stuff, man, it is easy. I mean, I think I rolled my ankle, I don't know, three or four times last trip, but I feel like they're in plenty good shape, so it didn't really. But if you're not in shape, man, that's 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 a biggie. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought he he mentioned the um he what he's trying the whole thirty. Um, you know, I know some yeah. people that have done that to lose pounds and they seem to like it a lot. So, um, I would, I almost okay. wanted to encourage him to try to go plant-based to see what he would think about going plant-based with his diet. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause vegans want to create more veganism, right? It's not veganism. If you're plant-based, there's a big difference, but you know what? You can talk about it with somebody else. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm speaking out of ignorance. You so are. And that's, that's okay. That. Just keep putting your okay. head in the sand. Um, <laughs> the uh, oh let me let me ask you this i haven't ever used have you ever used like the um the masks you know i see a lot of people running with the mask or working out with the masks have you ever used one of the masks is that a california you see a lot of people do it i guess yeah, I, I guess do. i'm in colorado so that would be less likely well you guys have the altitude right so no yeah i live at i live at 6200 feet so i don't it wouldn't really make sense for you. as much we have these all over i meant to dude i meant to look up to see the science behind that because I, f- I feel like i've heard some varying reports he said it worked for him so some more power to him right that that was not yeah do you see that a lot in california i do yeah a lot of people okay. have them like at the gym they wear them at the gym yeah well, obviously, they don't see it a lot in Kentucky because they were thinking he was some sort of scary guy running around the neighborhood. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'd be I'd be curious to try to dive more into that and see. You know, I, I'm one of those people that's like, let me just try it myself and see yeah. how I feel about it. Well, let me ask but you this question then: Would you would it be easier for you to make friends with or without the mask on? I gotta say without. I want to say with, but I'm gonna say without. Yeah. I want to say with. I think I could make a few <laughs> friends with it. I think I could pull it off. <laughs> It does. The mask hides things, Derek. Doesn't hide your heart, though. It hides okay. things. Okay. Doesn't hide your heart. Uh, and then the, the, I think the last thing I really thought was great that he mentioned, uh, you know, the whole raising money for the Africa Project, the life water building of the well, and that was that was that was that was a lot of 
Yeah. That was really oh yeah. That, so. that was great too. I, I thought it was a really good interview. And I love this. This is my favorite part about the interviews is, is like your takeaways. And my takeaways are different. I was like really enamored with the whole like hour and a half a day on the stair climber thing. Can you do that? Could, could you commit to doing it that long? An hour and a half a day. How long did he do it? I don't think he went every day, but he went, he went a lot of days for an hour and a half. You don't know how many days? I, a lot. We're talking like I, a I month? I got the impression it was a lot. I don't know. I couldn't do that. An hour and a half, okay. a day, like consecutively, or could I do forty-five and forty-five? I think it sounded like consecutively. Uh, could you do oh, an know. hour and a half in one shot, like and enjoy yourself just one time? Uh, no, no. For being honest, no. I don't think I could either. Like to me, like that takes a, a no. mental fortitude that I do not have. So. I mean, even if it was on a basic setting, I think I'd still just get over it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Would you Would you watch Property Brothers while you're doing the mountain climber thing? <laughs> you and property brothers i was gonna say if you can throw like a movie on maybe i could pull it off but i still wouldn't really no i just it. think property brothers i think property brothers is funny because it's one of those shows that like you know a lot of our our wives watch and then like we probably end up watching it just because like it's on at times and but by choice we probably would never like it's just like not it's not a show that i think a lot of guys would choose to watch <laughs> I think you like it. I think you like it. <laughs> I'll watch a little flipper, flipper flop here and there. You know, that okay. Uh, all right. So then the last thing I had, last takeaway I had was, so he, he kind of went into detail about his story about kind of becoming a YouTuber and he got mm-hmm. some coaching from Dan Becker and uh, he, he got that, like right. Dan offered him to do that. So uh, how do I get a popular YouTuber to coach me on making my YouTube videos better? I think you got to be a better social person. Okay. And it starts with taking the backpack off, but <laughs> obviously he can't see you. Um, he can only hear you. Right. So, so you think Dan Becker or somebody like him senses that I'm the kind of guy that goes to the grocery store with a backpack on? I think the takeaway here is that you are not as fun loving as JK. So maybe that's probably true. Uh, maybe he's just more. Maybe it's just easier to talk to him. Maybe he just jived better with Dan Becker. That's probably true. We don't know. So improve social skills. But I jive better no, with you than dan becker so i don't know what that i don't know mm. what that says you know i think dan jives well with everybody but we'll see uh yeah no no that's that's fine like I, i'm we're obviously not releasing youtube videos like on a weekly basis like a lot of these guys are and we're not releasing really the talking head kind of videos either ours are ours are very different but i think our videos are really fun but speaking of videos we don't put out a lot of videos but we do have our part one of our olympic trip called how to find a Sasquatch. It is out right now, linked in our show notes, and I put it on the Facebook page and everything. So if you want to check it out, like please do. Please give us feedback. Leave some comments. Let us know how we're doing with that. Indeed. And Indeed. Uh, for the Patreon folk, part two is also released. That's on mm. Patreon only at this time. And thanks to JK for, yeah, for joining us for an episode. It was super fun to talk to him. And yeah. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. 
While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right. I think it's time for trivia, and it's your trivia today, my friend, right? We have three questions for you, buddy, and this has to do with, uh, you know, a long day on the trail and other things outdoorsy related. So here we go. Question number one. What is... And this is multiple choice. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> what is the longest? What is the longest trail in uh, America? Okay. Um, the options are Pacific Coast, uh, Pacific PCT. Sorry, I can't even say it right. Can't even <laughs> speak right. Okay. PCT. Uh, yeah. John Muir. Uh, that's an excellent option right there. <laughs> North Co- North Country Trail, <laughs> or the American Discovery Trail. Okay. Which one is the longest in? I like that you chose like America? thousand plus mile long trails, and then the John Muir Trail. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know. How about how about just the trail around your neighborhood? That could be one of the options. As well, the American Discovery Trail. Correct. Do you know how long or no? Do you want me to tell you? It's not part of the question. Uh, it's like it's like twenty five thousand miles long. Sixty eight hundred miles, and it covers fifteen yeah. states. Right. And then North North Country Trail is forty six hundred miles. Yeah, I don't think either of those are on my list. I don't think they're hitting. Well, get them the, on there. I don't think I, that's there. not. Yeah, it's not my my life list. Sorry. Okay, well that's what it is. So okay. Uh, number two, if you were on an eight day, let's say, okay. Here's a scenario. You're it's eight day of your through hike. You're in southern Utah's eight hundred and twelve mile Hay Duke Trail. Your water bottle's empty. The map doesn't show any springs on this high plateau. And mm. what are you going to do here? It's been a long day. You have no water. What are you going to do? Are you going to, A, drink any urine you produce? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you, you in the urine. Are you, <laughs> I, look, are you going to rest in the shade and then retrace your steps to the last water source? Okay. Are you going to find a creek bed and start digging? You'll, you'll find the mm. water table soon. Or. Yeah. Are you going to find a cattle trail? Because it always leads to water. You know what? Like, if this were a reality, I don't think I would do any of those. Like, I'm the kind of person who's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find water eventually. I'm going to keep going. I would say. And I ho- would agree with you. Hopefully, uh, you I was going to agree with you on that. Who has some intel in the water? But I think, I think what you're going for in terms of safety, it's best to retrace your steps. Correct, Corell. 
Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. Retrace your steps, um, and preferably once the sun goes down, is there an input? But yeah. Um, I'm I'm telling you that I would keep going. That's not the wisest decision, though. I probably join you honestly. Like if yeah. we'd been hiking for like eight or nine miles and there was no water, like I'm not right. Retra- I'm not going back. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. And I don't think I want to go to a place where where it's like right. Right, right. That's a lot of miles between water, unless you're unless you're going to the desert and you're anticipating that. But all right, sorry. Go ahead. Last one. Question three. Um, I want you to to name. See if you can come. This is kind of a fill in the blank. Name three things. This is kind of a recap of the whole episode, buddy. Okay, so you should be able to do this. Just name me three things I should prepare for my long trail hike ahead of time. What should I do ahead of time to prepare for my long hill track or trek? Well, give me three things. Under, <laughs> under one, Long under, let's see if we can do it under 30 seconds though. Are you ready? Get set. I don't know what's on your list. Uh, it's any, it's, there's no okay. specific. I was thinking, yeah, yeah you want it. Ready to go. You yeah. want to train. Train. You want to train. You want to pare down your pack mm-hmm. and you want to wear a backpack to a grocery store. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to qualify that last one, but we'll, we'll send it okay. to the judges. Uh, you wanna you wanna tell your slow friends they can't. You go. wanna tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you credit. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a ninety five percent on that. I'm gonna get, let you pass on that. That was a good job. What did I, what was the main one that I missed for that last one? There was no main one. It was to come up with three things I should do before I do my long trek. It was oh. the fill in the blank. So gotcha. you did wear an elevation mask. Wear an elevation. <laughs> <laughs> train your ankles okay. train your ankles train your ankles those are all good ones all right thank you my friend thank any you. other tidbits for us you, you i got some tidbits yeah i already okay. mentioned the you know olympic what part one's out and part two's on patreon mm-hmm. so i got that one kind of stuck that in there we have all right so we put out an episode two weeks ago that included some pretty aggressive opinions by you about the buff right by me Oh, sorry, by me. Sorry, sorry. But you, yeah, by me, you, yeah, you were, you were in agreement, but you just didn't have as much passion as I did. Is that I'm not as crazy about it. I'm willing to try the buff. I'm willing to try it. Yeah, you know, I'm okay. not gonna knock it until I try it. Go ahead. I want to go. Uh, yeah, we definitely have to kind of recap that because we got like a lot of. Well, we got a, f- a few messages on face on Facebook, and we got some got some emails. We got some like point by point emails too. Like mm. here's you know, the top 20 reasons why the buff is amazing. So we are going to hit that again. And so, you know, we heard from Michelle and Sean and Michael and Andrew and Krista and all sorts of folks. I'm just hitting Mm. off the top of my head. So thank you for the response. And I think everybody communicated in a fun and respectful fashion. And some people had some good points. So like touche on some of the points there. And I will definitely own those. But I have put in a second communication to buff I, I actually just like left a message with the marketing department today and uh we'll see if they mm. respond but so far no come on buff come on number one uh i you know there were people online wondering like is derek reading this facebook stuff yes yes i read the facebook only stuff. because Did i prodded I you to, though do no well i didn't i didn't realize it was so insane yeah. uh so i'm glad you brought attention to yeah. me so uh i i found quite a bit of joy in all of you Let's. I'm just gonna say there's some reaming of Carl uh, in a in a beautiful way, and I enjoyed that okay. first of all. Um, but mm. I think yeah, I definitely want to talk about it with you. There's lots lots to unpackage there. Gotcha. Um, I didn't really want to join that dance party online because uh, let's be honest, I don't know if I would have got anywhere with that. But I 
am more than willing to unpack it with you and let's discuss okay. it in a future episode. We'll, we'll get so. there. I'm looking forward to that. We will get there. I don't know if we're going to devote a whole episode to like, you know. Maybe like a half episode. To that. But yeah, I think it, once we get going, it'll, it'll yeah, definitely cut into our time. But anyway, yeah. so that's coming. And then uh, I got a shout out to a listener out there who's actually um, one of our good friend Rocky students. His name is mm. Dante. Dante, thank you for listening, buddy. Mm. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Thanks for listening. Dante. Yeah. Oh. And, oh, our first bonus episode, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, is also out on Patreon as well. So yes. there you go. Snuck that in there. All I got, tidbits. Uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. That was uh, fun as always. We will see you next time on the B&B. And remember, guys, if Carl hands you a Snickers bar, you're going to be getting tired pretty quick. Eat something else. I want to fly. When we do a long day, guys, uh, you know, Carl has a tendency to get delirious because he, you know, eats a lot of, he's, he's got like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine Snickers bars in there. And they don't, he thinks that they're sustaining him, but they're not. So he gets tired. He starts wandering. He takes, you know, like random little side trails sometimes. And I have to, what I've been doing is I usually like tie a big like string to his backpack and he doesn't really know it, but I tie a string. It's kind of like, like it's kind of like a leash. It's like a friend leash. I just don't want him to get lost. You know, I'm worried about him. So it's either take away the Snickers bar or take away the leash. What do I do? Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.